Hey, podcast listeners, thank you so much for just taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to this episode today. Hey, I would love it if you would consider subscribing to this and also leaving a a rating and review. That would mean so much to me. Thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your day. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about what things you should be researching before you go out and buy a used car. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Find Your Money Path show. Let's go ahead and jump right into my conversation with Tom Martin about buying used cars. Well, hey everyone, I'm joined today by Tom Martin. So Tom, thanks for being with us today on the Find Your Money Path show. I would love for you just to introduce yourself and and say a little bit about what you do. Well, it's great to be with you, Stephen. Um, uh, I'm involved in the uh, coaching consulting uh, arena, Um, both a business coach and a life coach where I specialize in helping uh, business owners prosper in business and uh, thrive in life. That's great. That's great. Well, uh, and you've also had a little bit of experience, maybe just a little bit of experience in the car buying world. Is that right? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, When I was in college, uh, I had the opportunity to, uh, I was a marketing major, had the opportunity to do a little bit of an internship at a dealership and started selling cars, which produced an offer uh, to when I graduated from college to go into the finance department, and um, which led to uh, almost a 26-year career uh, in the automotive industry here in Atlanta, working for two family-owned dealerships over the course of those uh, 20-plus years. It's incredible. So, uh, we want to pick your brain a little bit and go a little bit behind the, you know, I guess under the hood of yeah. buying a car. Um, that was a terrible car a joke. Yeah. Um, so what, we're, what I'd love to do up front is, is just kind of ask you some questions about before someone's getting ready to go buy a car. And we'll, for the purposes of this video, we'll, let's focus on used cars. Sure. Um, and so, so for the, you know, before the purchase, that can be where the money is lost or the money is made for a purchase decision. Um, so I would love just to kick it off and just say, you know, how can researching make the car buying process a little easier? Yeah, it, you know, it's key. Um, I like to always tell people, you know, the car buying is, is a love-hate relationship. People love getting a new car. They just hate the whole process. And so the key is being informed. You know, the saying is information is power. Well, it's so true in the car business because you want to have as much information, as much research done, uh, and just all the answers to really all the questions, all the answers uh, before you ever hit the lot. And uh, because that way you're dictating the terms uh, and the conditions of how you're going to buy the car. And the dealership there in a lot of cases wants to help you do that. But when you don't know what questions to ask, they may lead you down a road or take you someplace that either lengthens the process of buying the car because uh, you're not specific with your questions or it just takes you down the wrong road. You end up with the wrong car or the wrong deal or the wrong situation. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, I would I would think it's safe to say that whoever you're going to, so if you're going to a used car lot, that salesman, I mean, their job is to know all this information. Their job is to be very up to speed with, um, you know, how much that car costs, how much they're going to make on it, all that stuff. Is that is that true? 
You know, it, it varies because there are different types of used car lots. You know, there's the corner lot that may have been there a week or it may have been there 15 years. Um, and they may have salespeople that come and go. Um, then you have the franchise dealer who is a new car lot and he's got the used cars there too that are trade-ins. And then now you have, you know, the other lots that are franchise, but they're not new car attached dealers. So the degree of education and knowledge and training by the sales consultant can, can vary widely. So, you know, you are your best advocate. Um, and so let the buyer beware. Um, I always say, let the buyer be informed. Hmm. Um, if I had a sales consultant come to me and say, wow, this guy really knows uh, what he wants and everything. I said, just take him where he wants and let's see if we can come together and make a deal. Um, so it's a win-win situation for everybody. That's great. So let's talk about a little bit about um, what are some things that someone should research beforehand? What are, what are just some good, a few, a few things. You know, the big thing is to research yourself. Um, you know, most people are buying a car either for a need or a want. Um, you know, so a need may be your, you know, the news is great news. You're going to have a baby and you're looking at that Mazda Miata and you're saying that's not going to work. Um, so you may have a fixed need that you need an SUV or a bigger car or something. Um, and so, you know, why are you buying this next vehicle? What's, what's the motivation? If, if it's a want, um, you know, it, again, it's a different set of agendas. So, so really doing some internal uh, research as to what am I looking for? What are the key things I need to have in this car? My other car doesn't have. Um, so you can start narrowing the segment of uh, what, what type of vehicle are you going to look for? Mm -hmm. um, you know, a couple years ago, my wife had cycled out of uh, the mindset. We don't need a minivan. We don't need an SUV. She wanted a car. Uh, she was just ready to be done with the mommy vehicles. Mm -hmm. But, how, you know, think of all the sedans, domestic, import, all the things. And so the whole process for her was, okay, what kind of sedan do I want? And then narrowing it, narrowing it, narrowing it uh, down. Fortunately, today, there are so many tools out there that can help you do that in advance um, just to help narrow the field before you ever leave your house. Yeah, and speak to that a little bit. What are some of those, uh, some good resources to use to research some of that information? Yeah, just from the pure reset, research of the, the segment of what type of car, um, I like to refer people, uh, MSN Autos and AOL Autos are two, just they have, um, you know, research sections uh, when you go there. Um, you know, Kelly Blue Book, Edmonds are two other ones. Um, I, there's one I, I've, I've just recently found not too long ago, I was helping uh, another family member and NADA, which is National Auto Dealers Association, um, they've got a car valuation part, but they also have a compare and research section. And I was playing with it for a friend and or my, one of my family members. And I'm like, wow, you can go in there and you can say, okay, I want an SUV. And then you start layering in filters. Well, I want to buy it and it needs to be under 20,000. And it needs to be front wheel drive and it needs to get fuel economy uh, 30 and above. Mm -hmm. And so you click all that and then suddenly it gives you about 12 different models that will work. And then it starts getting, you know, so from there you can really narrow the field and say, okay, th this is 
the segment and these are the models within the segment. And from there you do more specialized uh, research on reliability, you know, price range, things like that. You hit on something that I thought was really interesting. Um, just saying, hey, you know, do the research on yourself before you come in. Know maybe well, and I and I preach all the time. Know what your budget is, obviously. Know what you're willing to spend because it's real easy to for that number to slip higher and higher and higher as you see the cars and you test drive it and you see what you can get. Um, what would like? Would you say that most people come into the car buying process not having done a lot of that research and just kind of come in like, oh, I, almost on an emotional, you know, uh, impulse? Like, I just want to. I need a new car. I want to buy a new car. Do you think people, most people in your experience, have done that research up front? More and more so uh, as people are more comfortable, and also the the manufacturers have have gotten more into uh, sharing information online. So the, there's an abundance of information out there. It used to be in the old days when I got into the business, it, ah, he's just a tire kicker. And a tire kicker is someone who's just out there to look at cars uh, and just see what the new models are, things like that. Um, but, you know, there's really virtual shopping. All the uh, manufacturers now have 360 photo imaging. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the used cars, you're looking at a used car, you can literally you know, get 360 imaging on a pre-owned car that you can look at. So you can get a lot of the things done up front before you ever get out to the dealership. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of people go out when the dealership's closed just so they, they're there just to look and they don't want to be bothered or take someone's, take up the salesperson's time. Hmm. Um, you know, so that's, that's an opportunity as well, you know, go by uh, after the dealership closed and just, just look at what's available, what's out there what speaks to you, what doesn't, and, and just to, to narrow that field before you have to start negotiating. Uh, that's, I would have never thought of that because um, that takes that pressure. I mean, that, everyone always has, like, I feel like everyone's blood pressure rises just a tad when they, when they walk onto a used car lot. Um, even if you enjoy the process, it's, yeah, you're just like, okay, I got to be on guard. They're going to try to take me here. Um, so tell me just one last question kind of on the, before the purchase side of things, if you were to boil it down, like what is one or two main things that you say, okay, you have to absolutely research this before you come, before you come in, you, you gotta know, you gotta know X, Y, and Z. What, what, do you have anything that might be able to talk to? You need to know what fair market value is for the car you're going to be looking at. Um, and, and again, there are great tools out there to do that. Uh, both Edmonds and Kelly Blue Book are two of my favorites. Um, you know, because they have on Kelly, for example, they'll have suggested retail price, they'll have private, private party price, and they'll have trade-in price. And so, you know, suggested retail price is probably what you'd see on the window of a car. Um, private party would be as if I was selling you, Stephen, my car. And that's, you know, the data shows what that is. So between those two margins, um, are going to be a good price for the car. Um, if you're going to have a trade-in, you do as much research on your trade-in before you get to the lot. You just don't want to go in blind having no concept of what your car's worth because when you're trading in a car, there's actually two transactions going on. And you've got the price of your car that's going to be traded in, and that's a negotiation and the price of the car you're buying, and that's a negotiation. The dealer's gonna wanna 
combine them together because he's going to try to figure out, are you a discount buyer or are you a trade-in buyer? And so they'll, I don't want to say manipulate, but probably some of your viewers might, might think that, but they're going to try to come to a happy accord. The Clark Howards of the world will say, negotiate your best price up front and then tell them you have a trade-in and then negotiate that. And really that's, that is the way to do it. Uh, because if you don't have the opportunity, you know, if you don't have to trade your car in and you can sell your car yourself, the difference between what you're buying and what you're selling is going to be smaller. And that's a win for you, the buyer. That's a smart tip. I would have never thought of waiting until after you've negotiated to bring that to the table. But yeah, I mean, you're holding, you're holding on to the last piece of leverage that you have if you do that. Absolutely. Um, which is key in negotiating. <laughs> and then the other key leverage is be willing to walk. Mm -hmm. um, you know, know what your bottom line is. Um, nobody wants to go through the process of shopping again, but unless you get the deal you want, you know, uh, the, uh, what they, one of the things we say, a good deal is a state of mind. So make sure your mind is set on what you want to pay. Well, thank you so much, Tom, for just all the information you've provided to the viewers. I know this has been helpful for myself, and I know it's helpful for other people. I'd love to hear more about, uh, tell everyone a little bit about what you do uh, in your business and your, and your coaching business. Yeah, thanks. You know, for me, you know, building dealerships and, you know, investing in the bottom line and growing businesses, um, you know, I love doing it, but, you know, my passion is really helping smaller businesses develop them and help them develop their people. And so for me, I work with them from a sales process standpoint, um, you know, looking at how they uh, develop their business through prospects, how do they turn prospects uh, into clients, and then how do they create an amazing uh, client experience where they actually uh, are out there being um, advocating for the business. And then I work specifically with business leaders um, from the mindset of how they lead their business and being good stewards of the blessings they have being a business owner. And so those are really my uh, spaces. It's what I did in the dealership. The dealership really is seven, eight small businesses under one roof. Hmm. It was the general manager of the store. It was helping them find success running their departments. And so just the opportunity to leverage that and um, yeah. um, maybe not work as many weekends. <laughs> there you go. Um, and if people want to find out more information, I know you've got some helpful tips on like how to help if you're a small business owner, how to help your online presence. Yeah. What, are, what are some places that they can go to find out, you know, find some stuff that you're putting out there and find out more information? Sure. Um, websites, TomMartinCoaching.com um, and the same uh, Facebook presence, uh, Tom Martin Coaching on Facebook. And then uh, Twitter, Tom Martin ATL. So you can find me uh, pretty much across uh, social media. We'll put, well. we'll put links wherever we post this. We'll put, we'll put links in there um, so you guys can easily find out more information. If anything else, you definitely want to check out what Tom's up to. He has, uh, he's just so helpful to business owners um, and he's just an encouragement too. So he's a, he's a great guy. So please check out what he's doing. Thank you so much, Tom. Uh, again, this has been so helpful. Oh, my pleasure. I had a blast. It's fun to walk backward, uh, you know, into that other life for a little bit. And yeah. hopefully uh, these uh, tips and, and uh, tools are going to be beneficial to your audience where, uh, you know, it'll make the process maybe a little more informed 
Uh, they'll be a little more confident and, and who knows, maybe they'll save a little money in the process. That's the goal. I appreciate it. Thanks again.